Hey, welcome back to For Your Distraction, this fun podcast we like to do every week. I am one of your hosts, Scott, and joining me is the co-host, producer, he is a gentleman and a scholar, Adam. Hey, Adam. How's it going, Scott? I'm doing great. I think it's a beautiful day out for December. It it's is. like 68 it's, degrees. It's the 12th of December, and it's freaking nice as all hell outside. Now, maybe, Not that the hell's nice, but mind you. Maybe when you're listening to this podcast, winter has actually arrived. Winter is coming. But, uh, yeah, uh, right now it's not here. Brandon. Brandon's with us, everybody. Howdy. How's it going, Brandon? It's been a while. It's been some time. <laughs> it's been some time, Brandon. How's it going? Going oh, good. Going? going good. What's new? Not much. What's new with you guys? With the way of the world. Oh, you know, just just living the dream. And we have a very special guest, somebody who's very near and dear to my heart. You may remember her from the Top 10 Movies episode, my better half, my wife, Kristen, is here. Hi, Kristen. Hi. How's it going, Kristen? It's good to have you back. Thanks. Good to be back. You look angry. <laughs> I'm just tired. This is, a, this is a little late recording for me, but, well, but I'll make it work. Well, thanks, thanks for doing this. I, li- I like to have a different opinion on here, so... Anyway, um, so since I have you on, Kristen, we have some news that we want to share. Um, Adam, Brandon, you guys are aware, but the podcast listeners, Kristen and I are expecting another baby. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Yes. We are going to have another baby, another little girl. (laughs) That's our studio audience. You know, they're reacting. Right. So, we don't have a name picked out yet. We've been fighting like cats and dogs about trying to figure out a name. So, but Eva's going to have a little sister, so we're really excited about that. Another reason I'm so tired all the time. Yes. <laughs> we wanted to make it podcast official. So, all right. So, <laughs> that's a new thing. It's no longer Facebook official, it's podcast, podcast official. official. Podcast official. So, so speaking of that, we're going to get right into the beer of the show. Adam, you brought the beer of the show today. But, Kristen. You can't participate. No. No, she's pregnant. We don't we don't do that around here. So so you'll just sit there and look pretty and pretty and pregnant. Okay. And we will do the beer of the show. Adam, take it away. What All you right, got for I us? got the beer of the show this time. It's from our good friends at the Erie Brewing Company. I brought the derailed ale, the black cherry cream ale. Oh, we had Erie before. I yes, brought we I brought the Mad Anthony ale from Erie yeah. Brewing Company. So yeah. I really like them. Yeah. When I saw it when I saw it, I was like, black cherry, that could taste really good. But what really, really hooked me into it was there's a little story right here on the box, okay? And it says, here's the deal. Brewery folklore tells of a train engineer with a passion for the taste of railbender ale. With every stop he made in Erie came an equal number of stops at our brewery. One extended visit to our fermenter left the engineer in a rather befuddled state of mind. On this, on his fateful trip out of Erie that evening, his train mysteriously derailed. wonder why. Um, the engineer swears that a huge black cherry tree that had fallen across the tracks was the culprit. No such tree was ever found, but the front of the locomotive was splattered with hundreds of red spots. In tribute to this folklore, our expert brewers introduced a derailed black cherry ale brewed with fresh, sweet black cherries and the finest malted barley to create a truly cherrylicious ale. 
Wow. I read that. I read that, and I was like, "That's a good story." You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to read that on the podcast. That that is a good story. Have you had Railbender Ale before? I have not. No. Okay, I I enjoy Railbender. That's pro- that's the first one I ever had from Erie Brewing Company. When we had the Mad Anthony on uh, a couple weeks ago, we I talked about how Erie the Erie Brewing Company was the first craft beer I ever had when I was young, and it was the Railbender was the first one I had. So I really liked it. So this beer is the Railbender with just black cherry? I think that's what they're going that's for. That's what they I th- said? I think, yeah. I think that's what it is. Okay. Going, so. All right, that's pretty cool. And Kristen, you almost got this for me the one time. I did, just because it said black cherry, and I thought, oh, I would like that. But I didn't know if all of you would, so I passed on it and got something else. But Well, that's cool. I'm excited. So, so let's, let's take a sip, fellas, and we'll start with it. Brandon, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. You've been quiet, so I'm going to... Gonna throw you in here. Um, my first sip was really bitter, kind of where you have like a sour warhead mixture, jaw like up a little bit. That kind of bitter. I, I get that a little bit. Too. Um, I love black cherry sour warheads. Just throwing that out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> I don't get the cream ale though. I don't get that part of the name. The cream. I don't see where that's coming into the taste. But I really like it. Um, it's malty. It's light. Um, what's the percentage on it? Adam, you have that number? 5.0. Yeah, 5.0%. Right there. I'm almost glad there's not a cream, because eventually I plan on trying it. I don't like cream. Yeah, as long as there's just the cherry. I'm not crazy about cream either, but you said, Brandon, I don't taste like a cream. Yeah, I don't taste any cream in there. It's it's, uh, sour and bitter. I like it. Um, I couldn't drink these all night, but I really like it. I'm um, going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Solid, solid rating. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um... I don't taste the cream either. Um, the black cherry, I taste a little bit. I wish it was maybe a bit more of a black cherry taste. Not that it's bad. It actually tastes really good. I'm, I'm really satisfied with this beer so far. I just wish a black, uh, there was maybe a little bit more of a black cherry taste to it. Um, yeah, like Brandon said, it's, it's a pretty light beer. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm going to rate it a... I'm going to go with Brandon, 3.5. It's a solid beer. I could drink this all night, honestly. Okay, so I don't I don't taste the real bender in it at all. I, I taste the black cherry. Like I said, I'm glad I don't taste the cream because I'm not a big fan of yeah. cream soda or any really cream ales, anything like of that nature. Um, I like it. I don't. I, I get hit with a sour taste. Like, yeah, it, it, it's really not, bitter. I, yeah, I taste. Well, I don't mind bitter. I actually like bitter flavor. I taste more of a sour flavor to it, and I'm not crazy about that. So because of that... Have you ever had a sour ale? Like a yes. sour beer? Yes, I have, and I don't care for it. Though. I had unbearably sour beer about a yeah. month ago. Uh-huh. It was, I think it was... Uh, what was the company? I think it was like New Berliner or something like okay. that. They advertised themselves like the Great Gatsby. It was, it was really powerful. Huh. Undrinkable. Instant acid. Well, I'm going to give this one a three. A three out of five. I'm going a little less than the two of you, but uh, still solid. Yeah, still I solid think it's a good rating. beer. I could definitely drink this, and we're we're going to we're going to continue to drink this. Definitely. So, thanks to everybody, Erie Brewing Company, for yes, another thank you guys. another great beer. It is a good beer. Recommended. Derailed ale, black cherry cream ale. Enjoy Erie Brews, Erie, Pennsylvania. So I got something 
the other day. It was sent uh, to me. Uh, a, a disease? Is it contagious? No, Maybe. absolutely not. Did you, okay? did you catch something? <laughs> you, you people in your mind and your gutter, I swear to God. Uh, no, actually, it was about uh, about a week ago now, about that, about six days ago, something like that. Uh, we got a message from our biggest fan, Peter Michael Deloney. He oh. tweeted us on Twitter. He sent us his, as you know, we did our top ten cartoons list. Oh, right. He sent us his top ten cartoons. Right. So, yeah, so I'm going to read them off here real quick. Uh, once again, I don't know if they go in order 10 to 1, 1 to 10, but I'm just going to read them in order right here. Uh, first, he has Doug, which I think I made it on my list. Heathcliff. Forgot about Heathcliff. Uh, yeah. TMNJ. I don't know what that is. What's TMNJ? I think he means TMNT. Oh, okay. And that was Teenage my number one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Jockeys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Jockeys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Jagoffs. Jaguars. Uh, next, he has Darkwing Duck. Love that show. Yes, Disney, great. love it. Yeah. Uh, Ducktales Ooh. was on my list. Was, was on, on mine as well. It was on. Yeah, we read Kristen's list. She wasn't on the show, but yeah, Ducktales was on both of ours. Uh, next, he has Gummy Bears. Was on my list. Yogi Bear. Classic. Like Yogi. Bob's Burgers. Love Bob's Burgers. Robot Chicken yeah. and Goof Troop. Goof Troop, Goof Troop. Not a Disney. Goof Troop, mm-hmm. yes. So thank you, Peter Deloney, number one fan, for sending us your list. Yeah, and it's if there's good, solid list. anybody else out, else out there, if you want to send us your top ten cartoons, your top ten movies, top ten anything we've done on the show before, feel free, and we will read it on the air, just like Absolutely. we did for Mike Deloney, and we will give you credit. So you can tweet us, Adam. Uh, you can tweet us at podcast FYD. I don't know why you... I always make you do it. I mean, because I, I don't know. Well, I run the Twitter. So yeah, I don't know. Out. Like I know it's podcast FYD, but every time we talk about it, I like shoot it over to you to, to tell everyone. Because I guess I, I absolutely I'm, could. I, I'm solid. That's well, I'll do. I'll do the email okay, then because you can email. also email us for your distraction <laughs> at gmail.com. Hey, Brandon, how's Snapchat coming along? Do we have one yet? No, but we will. <laughs> he's like, listen he's to like, this. His eyes are like, oh shit, I was supposed <laughs> to do that. Oops. <laughs> when you guys hear this, you should be able to follow us at Snap. It'll be uh, FYD Podcast. That'll be the Snapchat name. Go ahead and follow us there. I hope that name's not taken yet. Well, I don't think it will be. We'll come He's back. Is that You're going to be at F- <laughs> F- FYD Podcast. That's right. It's right here. Yeah. So you can't just make it for your distraction? Is it too long? I could. I could make it for your distraction. It might be that. easier. That's our actual name. It depends yeah. on if it's taken. Like, I tried to take for your distraction from Twitter, but that was already taken. Mm-hmm. By something. I don't know what it is. They, have, the like, they have, like, no is, tweets Is the URL there. taken? I don't, I don't know yet. Hmm. I, well, I need, to, I need to trademark our name. I really need to. If you're listening to this, don't steal our name. Exactly. Okay. I'll find you. So, anyway, you know, Adam. You know we haven't talked about, though? Oh, Brandon. What? Stars off. Our, uh, our skating experience. That's right. We did go skating recently. So, for those of you who don't know, Adam and I met. When, when did we we first met? Oh my god, years ago. I was love story. I was fifty. It was it's it's our love Ironically, story. Ironically, Adam and Scott's love story and mine and Scott's love story started at the same place. Yes. <laughs> we all, except for Brandon, <laughs> Kristen, myself, and Adam, all of us worked together. At the local skating rink establishment here in town in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Uh, Kristen, you worked there first, back in high school. What year did you get hired there? Uh, 2001. 2001. Mm -hmm. I was hired there in February of 2002. Ironically enough, on Groundhog Day. It was 2202 (laughs) when I started working at the skating rink. (laughs) So, 
I worked there a little bit after you. Adam, when did you start working there? I'm pretty sure it was October 04, I think. I want to say. Right. It was it was a little bit before. I know it was a few months before my 16th birthday, so <laughs> I could only work uh, weekends then, but yeah. Funny story I want to tell about my first experience with Adam. Oh boy! And I was a man, I was a, I, I was a completely Adam. different person then. Mind he, he comes Whoa. in and it's like day two maybe of him working there. He's so shy. He's so bashful. He d- didn't talk to anybody. Mm-mm. You know, and he's a lot younger than us. And a, fr- a mutual friend of ours worked there, Frankie. Oh, God. And uh, Frankie. Frankie and I were, were good buddies. <laughs> And it was actually Frankie's idea, but I went along with it because you were just so awkward and so out there. He's playing hard to get. You know, let's 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 mess with him. So Frankie and I pretended to be gay, and we went up to Adam and we told him we liked him. And Frankie was the one who initiated this. He starts rubbing. He starts rubbing Adam's back. He goes, "So, do you like to get your dick sucked? Do you like to get your dick sucked from guys?" You telling this, seen his telling, face. telling this, mind you, I have I have social anxiety, mind <laughs> you, and I had it. I don't have it as much now as I had it back then. My God, I was so I was like, what the fuck are these guys I, doing? What, yeah. are they, what are they doing? What did I get myself into? <laughs> yes, exactly. And because we did that, and you found out later that we were just joking, obviously, we are the reason we got you out. We got you out of your shell right then and there on the spot. It was. We it threw you forced, right into the fire. Yes. Frankie kept it on for a long time. <laughs> he kept going for a you know long did, time. You know, I, I still question him a little bit, to be honest. But I'll be sitting there looking at the schedule, seeing when I work. I he'll get up close to me, like right next to my head, and be like, "So when you working next?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Frankie, stop! Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's our our love story. How it got started. Yeah. Um, but we recently. Had a reunion. Yes. How long did you work at the skating rink, Scott? I worked there nine years and 11 months. Almost wow. hit that 10 I year. was one you month shy of 10 years. Couldn't stick it out for one more month. You know, toward the end, I was working one day a week, and that one day a week just became more of a hassle than it was worth, so I was, like, requesting off the one day I worked, and, you know, it was just, it was, yeah. it was done. I was done with it, so... I have a lot of good memories about that place. So do I. I, I do have a lot of good memories. We I only there good sh- and bad. Yeah. Good and bad. Oh yes. It's a job still. I I only, I only worked there for like six six and a half years, something like that. How long so. did you work there, Kristen? Uh, like four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. So recently, on social media on Facebook, there was a, a request sent to myself about a reunion at the skating rink, where it was a whole bunch of the old people who worked there and even people who just went there were coming back for one night to hang out and so, so I sent it to Adam and Brandon I sent it to you yeah, also I um <laughs> needless to say we went we went so no. let, let's discuss our experience there Brandon from an outsider from an outside perspective I was, you never worked there that was I, your was, first I was time worried about there. Adam skating and really, really? He was like, he was talking himself down when we got there. He's like, I'm going to fall on my ass. It's going to be awful. I was worried about me skating. Ten minutes later, he was like the most graceful angel. <laughs> you know what? I I played hockey. I was pretty good. I brought my, my skate, my own skates. I was ready to do this. Yeah, Adam. You were, you didn't miss a step. Yeah. You didn't miss a step, man. You, I mean, you said that to me when I was there. The biggest worry I think I had was I didn't touch my skates for like, 
three years. Like, they were literally sitting in the corner yeah. of my house, and I had to dust them off and everything like that and actually clean them before I did it because that's how long they were sitting there. Mm-hmm. So the biggest worry was, I was like, are the trucks going to break? And Are the bearings going to snap? And my mm-hmm. wheel is going to pop off? Like, that, I was like, I'm going to eat shit. I'm telling you, my wheel is going to pop up, and I'm just going to eat shit on the floor. Luckily, it didn't happen, so... I didn't skate since I was like 11 or 12 was the last time I did, and it wasn't that bad. Well, yeah, I Adam, I was impressed with your skating <laughs> ability. I, th- I think you're holding out on us. I think uh, you go every still, other weekend. I, still, yeah, was, right, I right. still got the feeling he was holding back when he was out there. Yeah, people were coming up to Adam and <laughs> sure. like talking to him like they're like hanging out regularly. I, yeah, when you tell us you go to the bar, you and Frankie I think seemed awfully close. Frankie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A couple skate, you know. <laughs> but that was good fun. Good fun at the Olympic... It, it was good nostalgia. Yes. Good nostalgia. Yes, at the Olympic Fun Center, Hermitage, Pennsylvania. We'll Did you guys them... kind of that feeling where you're like, oh, I'm so glad I don't work here anymore. Oh, that, absolutely. That, that, like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Kristen, I know you had that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. But I also didn't really get to enjoy much because I couldn't skate, being the fact that I was pregnant. So I sat on the side of the skating surface for hours. But... Hopefully, if there's another, I'll be able to skate and it'll be a little better. We yes. should just go skate. From what anyways. I hear, they want to try to, they <laughs> want to, try to make it like yeah. an every like six months to a year thing. Right. They want so to, the they next want to time, I should be able to. So, yeah. Because you're a good skater, too, Kristen. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I will say the same as you all did. I haven't done it in years, so I'll probably fall. But. There's a lot of stuff I used to be able to do that I can't do anymore. Like, I was trying to skate. I used to be able to pop up on my front wheels and just skate like that, like in a weird way, and I couldn't do that. Like, it was, it was, I was disappointed. I was like. We should have a four-year distraction skate. Night. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Pizza party. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, don't even get me started on the pizza. The pizza. That's the best part of the whole night. The pizza's excellent. The pizza there is phenomenal. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It just showed me how widely out of shape I am now today. Well, I was, was pretty sore exercise. after that. I'm not going to lie. I think I was that sore, but I was definitely tired during It's a good workout. Oh, yeah. You don't realize. My leg must back in high school that. because we were just. You know, more in shape and working, but don't skip like that. Heck of a workout. One thing I wanted to bring up, especially since we have Kristen here. Last episode, Adam, toward the end. Oh no, 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 no! Listen, no, no. listen. listen. all right, you're gonna bring it up, and you're gonna you're gonna twist it around. I'm gonna I say made right myself. Now, this is anything inappropriate. I'm it's not. not I made around. myself very clear podcast. at the end of the episode. I made Adam myself made himself very enemy clear. Of the state again. All, right? all I want to do is ask a teacher. Kristen is a teacher. Is this a controversial topic? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. We, we, you haven't listened to the last episode of the podcast, yes, Kristen, but Adam, (laughs) Adam and I were. I probably won't after I hear how heated it got. It really didn't get that heated, I don't think. It was just, it was just the differences of ideas. Yes. I couldn't be a good mediator either. So. He tried. He tried. Dealing with, dealing with bad kids. Is there a, a, a training program when you go undergrad or tra- like define bad? <sighs> disruptive to others' learning. Yes. If somebody is disrupt disruptive to the rest of the class, you have thirty kids in your class, and there's that one kid that's hindering it for the other twenty nine. What <laughs> what is the policy as a teacher? What what do you do? Because I don't know. Because we're the three of us were trying to talk about it, but we don't know because we're not teachers. Well, it depends why they're disrupting. Like if the child has an actual. Um, like a physical reason that they're disrupting, like they 
uh, have like an emotional support plan or they have an autistic support plan. There are sometimes other teachers put into place that they can be sent there. But say that's not put in place yet, what do you do? What if you're worried about a student might have something physically? Basically, if you think a student has ADHD, might might be possibly, how do you, you word it to the parents in any type but of way? But they don't have an IED or IEP. Um, it's going to vary by the school district. We have a We have a policy put into place where there's meetings set with teachers, guidance counselors, parents, and it's discussed through a process, a formal process of several meetings. Um, in the end, that's up to the parents' discretion whether or not how they're going to try to remedy that. If it's truly something that they go to the child's pediatrician, because we're a school district, we're not a doctor's office. Yeah. We don't diagnose kids with things. Yeah. But if if we you know suspect that there's issues for any reason, it doesn't have to be that, but any sort of, we'll just go with any sort of medical reason that mm. they would need to see their pediatrician or a specialist then that's up to the parent's discretion. They can take the child now, there. Whatever diagnosis comes back, it's still up to the parent's discretion what they're going to do. It's it, it, Ultimately, it's the parent's child. It's not what if child. the parents still <clears throat> decide to do nothing? What what do you you left with then, even as a school district? Hypothetically speaking, yeah. like I have this child. Um, basically, I mean, you're going to want to follow your own classroom rules and your behavior plan in your classroom. And if it gets far enough that they're in the principal's office, then typically what happens with us is, we, they, they decided to do nothing, so I would follow my classroom rules, go back to the principal. If still nothing was done, we would reconvene as a, as a class, or like as, as a team, I mean. Okay. But ultimately, in the end, we cannot make a parent do anything they don't want to do. It's up to the parent's discretion. My whole argument was, and this is something that I heard in another podcast, they were talking about it in depth, a bunch of different people, and my whole thing was, and this is kind of something that we dealt with in my family too a, a little bit, is it seems like that there are sometimes that there are some teachers that don't know how to handle certain students. And by that, I mean, I'm talking like young students, like, for example, young boys and stuff like that. Like young boys, they like to run around, they like to act up, you know, they like to do all that kind of stuff. And it seems like more lately now than ever, uh, and I say this knowing fully well the whole process they have to go, that teachers always say, he's acting up, he's running around, I can't handle him. He must have ADHD. He must have ADD. And that's the issue. Whereas it seems like, whereas young boys, sometimes that's just what they do. And my thing was that there should be a program in place that can show te some teachers how to deal with boys. Because there are some teachers that can deal with those kind of boys just fine. Like, well, they I can know tell how to you, do it. I can tell you after being a teacher for several years. Now, if it was a first-year teacher or something, they maybe couldn't tell the difference. But I can easily tell the difference between a child who is a boy being a boy and okay. what boy behaviors are at that age. To something that cannot physically be controlled because of medical issues. Because for years, my they thought my sister had. There, I made the argument for years. They thought my sister Is this had the ADHD. 90s? No, 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 no. My right. sister was born in '01. Oh, okay. And we're talking like when she was in elementary school to middle school. They thought she had ADHD because that was, she was still the that height. Was still that was still height. the height of that. That's fine, but I'm just saying that they they thought that she had ADHD and stuff like that. So she got medicated, and it was the most miserable experience ever. It turns out she didn't have ADHD. She, she was just an active kid. Was she taken to a doctor for that diagnosis to be medicated? Yeah. Then don't blame the school district for the doctor. Yeah. The school district made a suggestion of what they thought was going on with your sister. You took her to a doctor. The doctor made a diagnosis. And I'm, I don't know, like, I won't go with, like I said, the district or whatever, but it's like I said earlier, Brandon, we don't we don't diagnose kids. That We're not medical doctors. Exactly. We teach kids. We can only say what we see, yeah. and then we make a recommendation for that family to go to their personal family doctor, their pediatrician, their the specialist of their choice, and that's where they get that information from. So and it's as, kind of like yeah. out of our hands after that point. 
and, and as, that, we, as me and Scott were talking about it, he made the same argument that, you know, teachers don't do that. That's not what they do. They can make suggestions to the parents, but that's not what they do and everything like that. They don't say those things. Now, something I'm going to say is I've been teaching my sister how to edit because she wants to learn how to edit a podcast. So the last podcast, I was looking over her shoulder, but she edited, basically. Oh. She did the whole thing. She did a really yeah. nice job. Yes. Yeah. And she's yeah. going to be doing a lot more than the usual. We've got to give her credit on yes, this, then. Yes, she's part, Silva. She's she, part of the four-year distraction family now. She is. So that's she is. good. So, good. She's awesome. been doing it. But when we got to that segment, when she was hearing what Scott said about how uh, oh, you know, the teachers don't do that. They don't do that. You know, the teachers, they make suggestions, but they don't outright say, you know, a kid has ADHD. She was like, yeah, bullshit. Like, that was her first reaction. She's like, I've seen many a teacher just this past year say, I can't handle this child. He must have ADHD. Oh, that's going to be teacher specific. I mean, it yeah, is. And you know I can't bad. speak that's for every, that's I can't fine. Speak for every you teacher. You know there's bad there. teachers, and you know there's yeah. I can only speak from my experience, you know, from from you know, briefly telling you about a little bit of protocol at the district that I'm at. and uh, But yeah. I can't speak for every teacher. Yeah, there's there's going to be people who, who could do that. My biggest my biggest argument there with whatever was discussed is that regardless of what the teacher says, the teacher is a teacher, not a doctor. Yeah. And I, it, I would find it hard to believe that this one district could get themselves in quite a bit of trouble if they started trying to diagnose kids between their, <laughs> you know, their guidance department or their yeah. school psychologist, like that's no. out of our hands. We don't, we can't do that. It's what, legally, we can't. We can yeah. only make a recommendation, and then it's up to you, you, the proverbial mm-hmm. you, to take it to your family doctor and get your own diagnosis type of a thing. So, yeah. right. I've been in a, uh, a policy making class, and I just finished up a social problems class, and one of the things I just did my paper on was. Um, a lot of people have issues with mental illness and properly diagnosing it early on. Um, do you think it'd be a great help to put uh, like a position in each school district or each school for someone to properly evaluate and maybe point someone in the right direction? That would go. That would goals? go through the school psychologist as well. That would be any of our kids yeah. who would get an emotional support diagnosis for an array of things: anxiety disorders, um, uh, bipolar disorders, whatever it may be. Do you guys. They uh, signal out depression as well. Uh, I can't answer that. I don't. I don't know enough of, you know, of the specifics on that. But I do know that you know that that is the department we go through. But again, it's going to be a screening process. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a meeting with a team of people, and then it's here's what we <laughs> see. Here's what the data that we've gathered. Take it to whomever you will, and do it. it ultimately, the problem is. I mean, I don't want to say problem, but the issue is it falls on the on the family. I know, it's but what- up to them. We can only do so much. We can only say, here's what we're seeing. Here's what these teachers see. Here's what the data shows. Here's what the school psychologist saw when he met with the child. Uh, school psychologists? I've never seen a school psychologist. That's what I'm saying. I didn't have one either. I've we had, never we had seen a guidance one. counselor, and even then, he always dealt with the same handful of students. They were always the loud ones that were always getting in trouble. I feel like there were probably ones with social anxiety and probably depression that probably I, slipped I had tracks. a school psychologist, but it wasn't... They're in not the going to be some, yeah. They're not the going to be someone you're going to see in your school. No. They're in the they're see, in the district office. With district. my policy making, I'm talking about putting someone in each school. That maybe each day of the school day, they can introduce somebody. Scott's got something. Who's going to pay for that? Brandon? Exactly. The school right now no, they, I, don't I want, they don't no, want they don't want to give teachers books that aren't from the 1980s. They don't exactly. want to give you that. They think they think throwing money. They call it throwing money at a school is not doing anything for test scores. And, and that, they're not going to want to pay for somebody with, a, this with a necessarily... degree in sociology or no, maybe even a doctor to be in a, every school. They're not going to want to pay for that. So you don't get that. Should you have it? Yes. Yeah, but I'm I agree with you 100%. It's not necessarily just for school and grades. It's for members of our society. It's a way to 
mm-hmm. early on catch something that could harm people in society with mm-hmm. you know the mass shootings we've been having and everything. Absolutely. Um, that being said, if it's a like it's an emotional or mental health issue and um, they're sent, you know, we, we have a team and we say, parents, you know, here's what we suggest. Regardless, the guidance counselor it would meet with that student whether they were diagnosed. And say or you not. have. Uh, Say you have a school psychologist that's almost certain a kid is, you know, mentally not well, and the parents refuse to do anything about it. What would be the next step? There, you, we have it's you. You legally, can't even go. Have you no, can't go to child services or anything. But like, hey, we know this kid is suffering nope. from this and this. Not, I, not that I am aware of. See, I think there should um, be something put in place for that. There, are, there are a lot of issues that that child services don't yeah, don't deal with that they should. I know. And we'll just leave that at that. But mm-hmm. um, I also think that. When I say school psychologist, that you guys are picturing someone who would be in there that would be similar to a guidance counselor that would work with students, that's not typically what a district school psychologist is. I know. They work in the administration. They're up there with the superintendent, the assistant Mm -hmm. superintendent, the uh, director of special services, the curriculum director. They're in that office, and their job is, is typically to screen students for academic issues, behavioral issues, mental health issues. They would meet with them. The students... Some students will go through our district and never see that person, never know who they yeah. are. Um, they, they're not in there. They're not a familiar face. But they, they do, you know, work with students to do a screening process. Mm-hmm. They'll assess if the student might need have learning support issues, uh, might need tested for extra help that route, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But don't picture someone who is like a psychologist that you would go to to have sessions with, to talk exactly. to, which would be more like a guidance counselor. That's their title, but that's not... That's not really what they are, which would be why you've probably never seen one. Like, I, yeah, I might have had one in my they, school district. You probably did. And they may have not been titled school psychologist, yeah. but someone in that position exactly. to do that job. But they're in I, administration. I'm suggesting someone who maybe evaluates. He goes through the entire school roster, maybe gets through like 10 students each day and just evaluates them like a mental health check. A screen for nice. every student. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you have one guy, that's his position every day. It goes through about 10 or 15 sure. students. It'd be great. It's great. That's what I'm saying. It's, but it's it would beautiful. never happen. Not only the money issue, but you'd have parents going yeah. crazy saying, but that shrink is not talking could, to my it kid. It could be going that direction right now, though, because people are calling for a lot more stuff to screen mental illness. I mean, I wouldn't have there a problem needs to be with a lot it. More shit I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. all. There, there, needs to be. there would have to be an approval process because we even need an approval to screen. So, yeah. Well, see, this and is even just a ver- it could just be most likely. I would think a verbal approval, and that might vary state to state. I'm not up on my school God law. Goddamn but... red tape. And see, this is why I wanted to talk about this with her because we were talking last time. We had no freaking clue what we were talking about. We maybe sounded like we did, but we don't. Well, don't but we, I do say, don't we always sound like we do? <laughs> I do say that it's going to vary from district to district exactly. in our state. It's going to vary from state to state. That's all going to vary. Private school. Does the private school adhere to the district's psychologist? They have. They have still standards to follow. Yeah. Like, you have to meet your state required, whether regardless if you're a charter school, public school, private school, homeschooled, you still have to meet the requirements. And then they should have their own policies on top of that. Right. You have your own Typically, they'll just, they'll, like, hire out for some of those positions. And a public school might be in-house, like a school psychologist, or specific teachers to work with emotional support kids or whatever it may be, unless there's enough of a population there that they would house someone there. But even then... They sometimes will um, look to like their local IU, IU mm-hmm. yeah, intermediate unit, yeah. and look for someone from there to come in and provide those services. Uh, just typically because they have less kids, you know, they have less kids in general, so then mm. they have less of a population that fits that need. So, well, I'm glad we could talk about that, and I know you want to yeah. switch switch yeah. topics because. <laughs> 
it, we you didn't want to get controversial, so we'll avoid it before we get heated at all. So you just want me to use that button. Scaremall! <laughs> Switching gears. You've had that plan for the last five minutes. I don't need the intermission sound anymore. <laughs> I like the intermission sound. All right, so Scott, let's 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 go a little bit entertainment, okay? We talked a little bit briefly about this. Uh, did you know Michael Bay has got a new movie coming out? He's got a new thing coming out. Transformers eighteen. If, it, oh, if I know, I know, I know what you're going, and I, I believe, yeah. I, yes, I saw this. You did. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. Out of the shadows. Out of, you have to say it like this: Out of the shadows. Oh, you have to say it like Christian Bale Batman. Why not though? I mean, the toys are selling like crazy. Did anybody the watch first... the trailer? Did you watch the trailer? Brandon? No, I didn't watch the new trailer, but I've seen trailer. the original. Kristen, have you seen the new trailer for the... Nope. No? I saw it. Adam, you saw it. Yeah, it's... It It, it made me excited for it, It's but bringing, I know it's, it's not going to be the, good. It's bringing the it's 90s... For kids. It's bringing the 90s Turtles cartoon kind of to the screen a little bit because you saw the image of like alien ships and stuff like that which um, obviously very Krang. excited for Krang. Krang. Technically Krang was from another dimension. But whatever. Uh, alien to our universe. Right. I guess I guess, I guess. Um um they've got uh they've got Rocksteady and Bebop finally. You can talk. I can edit this out. Okay. I don't he know what you want a toy. You want a toy? You need a toy. <laughs> Huh? Shows how to deal with kids they so much better than me. you. Okay. <laughs> Arden let edit this out. So. No, I want everybody to know that <laughs> Scotty couldn't to... handle a point to a toy. <laughs> the toy what, that you, he... what do you want? I just want some toys. What are these? Why do you have these on the table? Okay. So, <laughs> starting here. We will we'll get back to that. We'll get back to because I do want to talk about okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But well, we, Brandon, time, Brandon's ADD is kicking in. We don't have a four-year distraction psychologist screened. here. But uh, <laughs> uh, sitting on, on the table here, I have my action figures from 1990s Star Trek The Next Generation. I was my, mother, my mother recently found them in the attic, and she said... <clears throat> Like she's gonna get rid of him or what? I said absolutely not. What's up with mother saying that kind of <laughs> oh, stuff? My mom told me like a month month ago. She's like, uh, "What are you doing with all these boxes down here? I'm gonna throw them out." I'm like what? You know, my mother. It's good is, stuff. It's not my hurting anyone the up there opposite. down there. Okay, I got a trunk full of toys in our garage. <laughs> uh-huh. My mother opens up like, "Oh my god, look at all these cool toys stuff like that from you know Darkwing Duck and Dark Waters and things like that. That's so cool and stuff." She would never get rid of that stuff. Dark Waters? Yeah, Dark Waters. Remember that show? Pirates of Dark Waters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got toys from Dark Waters, man. My mind is blown. Okay. <laughs> the Dude, Pirates I, of Dark Waters. I forgot all about that. Uh, I, I, I could try to bring some in. Like, I seriously have uh, toys from Why them. was that not on your top ten? Because I don't remember the show. That's oh, it's great. I know of the show, but I don't remember the this show. This guy's hands on backwards? I think his whole head... Oh. What is going on? No, because like I'm trying to get his hands did you pull, right, and they're like, did you pull the hands backwards. off when you were a kid? Did you switch I... them? I don't. Wait, know. wait, wait, wait. Can I see? So, so Brandon's playing with a Ferengi. Yeah, I thought that was like right a mutated now. Lobo yeah, from Star Wars. The waist and the it's, head was on backwards. It's not Star Wars. It's Star Trek. Okay. Get it right, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that you gotta is... admit, this looks like a Lobo knockoff. That's a Ferengi. 
What are you talking about? It's a about? Ferengi. Uh-huh. It's, 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 yeah. Who's this Whoopi Goldberg looking girl? That's Guinan. It is Whoopi. Is it Whoopi? She's the bartender at 10 yeah, Forward. Yeah, she's the bartender. She's, she's a pretty cool they character. they serve no real alcohol. So, uh, yeah, I, I have, it's just a just complete distraction. It's for, it's for our distraction <laughs> right now. My action figures of Star Trek The Next Generation. So, I apologize, but Brandon, Brandon, we need couldn't. to play a game and name that character where you you know, we can see if we can name all the characters. That would be so boring to the people listening sure that can't would. see what character. I didn't say we should do it for their entertainment. Oh, like, okay. We'll do, we'll do it for ours. Yeah. Okay. But getting back to Teenage the Teenage Mutant Brandon, we had you on the show to keep us on track. And okay. now he's getting us off track. <laughs> you, like, have a closed box in? and you pull out, like, half of an action figure. What's that? My curiosity just went over the top. What is in the box? Take a Klingon and What's sit in the there. box? <laughs> Who is that going on? Oh, that's from DS9, I think. It's a, that yeah. Mad guy. I don't know. Was it I have I have Worf and Klingon gear somewhere. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Michael so, Dorn. Yes. Anyway, the turtles. Wow. The turtles. Your sister's got her work cut out for yeah, editing this. So. I Absolutely. like it. Keep it. So <laughs> So what I liked is they showed Rocksteady and Bebop. Rocksteady and Bebop. Did you hear their voice, though? Be able to voice them. It was kind of weird. I didn't pay much attention to it, to be weird, honest. You, you can hear them talk before they start fighting. It's, it was a little weird. I only saw the trailer once. Don't was, be that I saw fan, today. though. I'm not that fan because I don't like Michael Bay stuff, so I'm actually not that fan. But you like the you, Turtles? I like yeah. the Turtles, but you know, I like the Transformers, too. doesn't mean I like the Transformers movies. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see how uh, it once turns again, out. Once again, uh, you know who they introduced, though? Casey Jones. They did introduce they Casey. Jones. Yeah, I did Casey see. Jones. I saw an, an article about that. Casey Jones yes. was. I'll show you the trailer after we get done recording this. Yeah, they showed... now the original movies, the old, the live action movies from the eighties and nineties. Are amazing. He was ma- amazing movies. He was a grunge. He was my favorite character. Well, him and him and Raphael, but they had that whole yeah. bromance yeah. going. Like they loved to hate each other. And Adam and Frankie but, Jones. Oh yeah. <laughs> Frankie Jones. Frankie Jones. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited to introduce him. I'm really excited to have Krang as the villain. The Shredder's always been the villain. So. Who's the Who's the guy with the thing? In That's the Krang. It's Krang. Okay, okay. Krang. I'm excited. Krang. 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 Mm-hmm. Krang. The, the technodrome's got to be in there somewhere. It's better be with the eyeball. It's got to have oh, an eyeball dude. too. I had, I had a technodrome when I was a kid. It's we'll like see. we'll see. Ugh. Is anyone it's gonna be bad because it's I don't, Michael I'm not, Bay. I'm not a big fan of the Casey Jones in this one. He's not a he's not a grungy looking dude and stuff like it's that. It's not really. the '90s anymore. Though. It doesn't matter though. Casey Jones is always a grungy dude. A long. What's hair. your excuse, Brandon? <laughs> 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 he takes a drink. Yeah. Hmm. I've seen your Nirvana T-shirts collection. <laughs> Do you really have a Nirvana T-shirt? Probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> So anyway, I ruined yeah. the joke. I yeah. ruined the joke. So. You did. You, did. you <laughs> took it too far. I was like, "Do you really have one?" No. Scott. Yes, sir. Who are you unhappy with? Who am I unhappy with? Yeah. Who would you be unhappy with? Maybe you consider them a douche. Oh. Well, my douche. It's kind of stems from. Not last episode, but the episode before last, when we had Jenny on as our guest. Yeah. She said something, and I kind of disregarded it, and it resonated with me. <laughs> and I've let it sink in, and more things have come to the forefront. But I want to bring up a person who has been nominated 
before. But it's not. And won. as a matter of fact, he has won once, but he's been oh. nominated several times. Uh, that's right. I'm talking about presidential hopeful Donald Trump. He needs to be <laughs> talked he about presidential again. Presidential hopeful. He is the current front runner. Yeah. For the Republican nomination. I told for you. now. So for now. So I believe you can say hopeful. I mean, I'm sure he's hopeful he'll win. I, but <laughs> I mean, why'd you question me calling him presidential hopeful? I, I don't know. Who hopes who really hopes he wins? Do you hope he wins? Are you gonna talk about when he made fun of the person with disability? Did, what? Adam, you were you... not a Trumpian. No, yeah, I thought you were a Trumpian. You like the no, fact that he doesn't no. call, he doesn't take bullshit. You say that. You said he speaks his mind. But he takes and it you too like... far. He takes it too far. He cannot. He cannot take it as far I, as he goes. You know, I respect. The... <laughs> I respect the fact that he he does. He speaks his mind. Yes. Now, what's in his mind is absolute batshit oh, yeah. nuts. So that's the problem. If he if he was a rational thinking human being. I didn't say I hoped he won. What I said was, given the way this country votes, I would not be surprised if he won. That's what I said. I would not be surprised if he won. The celebrity voting. I yeah, we're talking about the big thing that happened with him recently. Recently, yes. And I'm not sure if this if this happened. You mean when he got attacked by it, I watched the video. Okay. It's a real thing. Okay. And it was bad. It well, was no, bad that's not face. like like a couple weeks ago when we had Jenny on. Yeah. She brought him up. And nominated him for Douche of the Day. What what event happened then? Though, I was that? trying to think. Was she talking about this? I don't think so. Okay. She was talking about whenever uh, Donald Trump decided that they Muslims needed to be they need to close the yeah 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 mo- that's what she was talking things about. Like that. And, and since then something else. Since then he has said that he wants no Muslims to come into the country at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that. And, and I I didn't think he had said that at that point. So that doesn't even bother me as much as him making fun of the person that had a disability. We talked about that. Did we? We talked about that. Okay, yes. I wasn't sure we did. We talked about him making fun of this person with a disability. He didn't win Douche of the Day that time. But now I think he deserves to be nominated again because he has said that he is closing the border completely to all Muslims. So meaning if you're if you're a Muslim and you live in Canada and you want to you know come down south visit Disney World in Florida, you're not allowed to because Donald. Tr- well, why? Where else would you want to go? Uh, he can say that, but that policy would never get pushed through. It's unconstitutional, first of all. Yes, it, it would never happen. Now. I've seen the smut, I'll call it, on social media <laughs> of the Tea Party Trumpians that are defending him, saying that, well, during World War II, FDR put Japanese Americans in internment camps. Yeah, it was wrong. And that was that, fucking wrong. And everybody agrees it's, it's wrong. It's freaking horrible. I think FDR was a good president, except for that. Do you know we put we put German POWs in camps as well. well there was a camp around here but that's here even. different because that's war exactly but that's so is war. so is that though for the japanese that no was... we put americans we are not a, a war with america just because no, 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 no but we were we were worried that they were involved are you talking about germans that were here in america but no, no, donald no. trump is worried that all yeah. muslims are terrorists we are at war, war with terrorists yeah. we are currently at war with terrorists what he is thinking because fdr did that to all Japanese, because we were at war with Japan, mm-hmm. then he has what a right to do it that, now. What the argument that the right wing usually has is that 
all terrorists are Muslim, or that all Muslims are terrorists is what it is. No, that's not the case, okay? Not all terrorists, or not all Muslims are terrorists. A lot of the terrorists over there, sure, they have Muslim background, they might be Muslim, that doesn't mean all Muslims are bad. That doesn't mean every single Muslim is out to kill you. That's not what that means. I've just heard some, I've heard people say, well, of course, not all Muslims are terrorists. But all terrorists are Muslims. Yeah, and they, and I've that heard somehow, that. Somehow that argument justifies it. So, so I'm trying to think. Um, Theodore Kaczynski was was he a Muslim? Nope. No. Uh, he's a Unabomber. Okay. Timothy McVeigh, Oklahoma City, was he Muslim? Nope. What about the the Irish IRA and the Orange Men in the '90s when they killed each other's kids for praying to the wrong Christian faith? Were they were they Muslims? Well, you just no. Said Christians. Oh, no. that's right. They were Christians. Yeah. Eric Harris, Dylan Klebold, they shot up a school in Colorado back in the nineties. You heard of Columbine? I didn't know they were Muslims. So all Muslims are terrorists, we're right? We're finding out new information, I guess. I right guess. Now. I guess so. So no, not all no, terrorists not. are Muslims, and not all Muslims are terrorists. <laughs> so for him to do that is a douchey thing. Yeah. He's my nomination for douche of the day. Everybody talks about whenever the war over there on the on Middle East and stuff like that. Everybody always says that the, oh, the Middle East people they don't want us there. They all hate us there. Every, they all hate America and stuff like that. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. I was listening to a podcast uh, a couple months ago, another Joe Rogan podcast, where he had a guy in there that made a documentary. Here we go with Rogan. Well, no, they had a guy in there that did a documentary where he went over there with the soldiers and he would film what was really going on over there, the kind of stuff that was really going on. And what he witnessed is a lot of times whenever the soldiers would come across uh, Middle Eastern people, just regular citizens, they would thank the soldier. But, like, if, if they did something to help them out, they would thank them. They'd be like, hey, you know, I'm glad you're here. Thank you very much and stuff like that. You know, they were just regular old people. And it's... It's, it's not at all like that. You know? well, not everybody over there hates us. Right. One other thing I wanted to say when I, was, when, I, when I said I saw stuff on social media about people saying FDR did that with the Japanese. People are also bringing up what Jimmy Carter did during the Iranian conflict when they had the, the prisoners. They were saying, well, he, he, wouldn't, he restricted Iranians from entering the country. I think that's completely different because we're at a conflict, not a full-out war, but we're at war with, with, with a country. Like, the, the country yeah. of Iran and the United States were yeah. going at it. So we don't want them coming into the is country. Is Donald Trump saying that we're at war with a religion? With is, that what he's, is that what he's saying? Yeah. We're at war with, mu- That's with what a I religion? That's what he's saying. Is this a religious war? Is I that think what we're fighting? I, it's another crusade. Is that what this is? That's like, what he wants. He wants another crusade. But you know, he also wants to... Uh, Get rid of the, uh, you know how if uh, you're born in this country that makes you an American citizen? Right. He also wants to get rid of that. Too. Yes. Wasn't he, what? wasn't his parents foreign and he was born in this country? Wasn't that a thing? Oh, I know no. his wife is foreign. Yeah, his wife's an I mean. immigrant. To me, yeah. Donald Trump is like Lord Voldemort. I don't say his name because I don't want to give him power. Well, <laughs> you know what happened? He, 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 did, he did a cover for Time Magazine. He did a thing for that. And he had an American eagle in there that was he was taking pictures with. The eagle was attacking him. <laughs> he was sitting at the desk, you. and the eagle was like, just "Okay, so I mean, him. we could go on. We could do an entire podcast on why Donald Trump is a douche, <laughs> but he's going to be my nomination for douche of the day." Adam, who would you like to nominate I for douche of the day? One nomination, and really, it's a personal nomination. It's just things that are happening to me personally. Uh, I get my health insurance from uh, the Affordable Care Act. Uh, I go through healthcare.gov to get my health insurance. And it's that time of year where, you know, I got to reapply and I got to go through that process and Open everything. Open enrollment. Open yes. enrollment. Yes, I got to go through the whole process. 
Brandon hey. also has his insurance from there too. Yeah, you do. It's I'm, great. I've been happy with mine. It's great. Um, I have been dealing with the issue. The healthcare.gov, they always call you and stuff like that to let you know, hey, just so you know. I haven't got uh, called once. You haven't got called once, really? Have you already <laughs> done it? No. Oh, okay. Really, well, he gets you... called and he gives them your number. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> apparently. That's why you're getting called Apparently, them. because <laughs> yeah, they you'll have to do me. that before December 15th. They call me re-enroll. all day long telling me about, oh, just so you know, open enrollment, you got to get your stuff done, you know, December 15th, got to get it done by then, all this stuff. I thank them for the reminder, but I've already told them, like, I'm going to take it take care. I'm going to do it online. I'm not going to do it through, through all over the phone. I'm going to do it online. Please take me up to call. It's like, okay. And just for the past, like, two weeks, just nonstop, all day long, when I'm at work, I get a phone call. I stop myself, check my phone, and be like, oh, it's these assholes again. They're assholes because they just won't stop calling me. I'm going to get it taken you care of. You always have these old man complaints every episode. It is episode. an old man complaint, but I'm sorry. They <laughs> Driving, I'm just people gonna shopping. I'm just going to out there. Maybe if you just got taken care of, they'd stop calling you. Oh, well, it's a woman's well, perspective. Well, I am getting it taken care of, but I need your time. husband to help me out with something because he worked for what's it called? So. After about the I, I, my pre, a previous number a previous job of mine. I was a certified applications counselor. I went through training when it, when it was brand new. When Obamacare had just passed, the Affordable Care Act became law, and the health health insurance exchange came to be. Well, I traveled all over the state of Pennsylvania and Ohio enrolling people. I really knew what I was doing. I knew a lot about it. That's how I was last year able to enroll Adam and Brandon. You guys were able to get your insurance and pretty sure you rolled me over the phone too. I did. I did. It's um, pretty painless. I don't do that. I don't call me once. It is pretty painless. Uh, you better I'm do just, it again this time. I'm just, I'm just Having an issue that I'm dealing with that I need his help with because he worked for them, so he knows the ins and outs of it. That's all. Yes, and I, and I, he's going to help me with it. I just need them to stop calling me because I've already told so, them. So, so here's already told them numerous so, times. So, with my information working for it and with it on a daily basis, you know what the what the conservatives, what the right are saying about healthcare.gov, how horrible the website was and everything. It was bad at first. Well, it, it was awful. No, no. no. It They're was. absolutely right. Yeah. It is it is horrible. Like there's there's no sugarcoating it. The website is awful. How Facebook works so well and the and healthcare.gov works so poorly, I will never they know. Put Mark Zuckerberg they on they I mean mission. Good God. Like <laughs> I don't understand how how Pornhub can work so well, and Whoa. yet healthcare.gov cannot. What is Pornhub? <laughs> I'm just using examples why these, these crappy websites work and something as important as healthcare doesn't. Um, it's it's a bad it's a bad website, but the idea... Who's the douche here? Uh, healthcare.gov. <laughs> healthcare.gov. The health insurance me. marketplace. They won't stop calling me. Because you even know, I've, I, talked, I've talked to them numerous times. Obamacare is not perfect. <laughs> no, it's, it's really not. not. There's it's, a, just, it's just starting. And the, and it's, here's the thing. I don't agree with everything about Obamacare. I don't like, either. I, no, like, I don't, the idea that everybody is forced to enroll, I kind of don't agree with that either. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the idea of you have to, you are forced to, and then if you don't get enrolled, you get fined. Because if you, if I they, know, I know, I know. Then nobody know. will do it. Nobody will do it. If you don't force them, not nobody true. will do it. Not true. There are some people that Very was, true. There, there are people that would still do it. I would. Yeah, don't I say nobody. I would. But the idea done. of the exchange, the idea of the marketplace is capitalism, is competition drives prices down. 
So if you have fewer people logging mm -hmm. on and getting it, then you guys won't have those cheap prices. That's kind of the, yeah. the whole point of the of it is to drive prices down. So people need to do it. You are just a, just a man who is <laughs> what's going on over there over here. Just are you feeling okay today, Brandon? Yeah. Okay. I've been drinking all day. Oh, okay. I can tell. He's out of I it. I can tell. Okay. He's doing stuff. I had, stu I had an entire day with Jack Lang. Mm. <laughs> he's doing stuff to your toys over here, and I, I can tell he's been drinking. I got a douche. You do? Great. What's your douche? Let's hear it. The other day I found this guy named Brett Cybrell. Cy I'm not okay. sure how you pronounce his last name. I've never heard of him. Tell us you about him. You can YouTube him. He's this guy who his lifelong mission is to go around finding these aging astronauts. I mean, talking like they're in their 70s, 80s now. Okay. And we'll ask them randomly, like at restaurants, grocery stores, to put their, like, was it left or right hand on the Bible? Put their hand on the Bible and swear that they landed on the moon and all this stuff. Is this the guy that Buzz Aldrin punched in the yes, face? Yes, I know guy. this guy. I know this guy. This guy's guy. a douche because I'll tell you what, I watched a lot of his videos. I was curious. I was like, I wonder if he actually is getting any traction or momentum at all. I'm like watching this. He's just an asshole. He straight up like laughs and smirks the entire time he's interviewing these guys. And these guys just, uh, these astronauts are so nice at first. And he, he gets to their apartments for these interviews under false pretense of saying, you know, he wants to learn more about space exploration and what it was like to be an American hero. And he starts off the interviews just perfectly like that under those pretenses. Then about towards the end, he'll be like, all right, so uh, tell us if you actually landed on the moon. He'll try to like, catch him in a lie or something. He's just a dick. I don't like him. No, I know. I know about this guy. If you have Buzz Aldrin he's, punching you. Like, he got in trouble for it. Like, he sued him. That video where Bart you see him. Mark Sabrell, born 1964, is a filmmaker and conspiracy theorist. Yeah, he's, he's made films, apparently. Yeah, yeah there's films. two films. I watched one of them this just is four the other films. night. Is he, like, a Christian yeah. or something? Is that why he doesn't No, his, his, like, swearing on the Bible thing is, like, such bullshit off the top of his head every time, too. And... Why is he doing the, the, this? That video you see where Buzz Aldrin punches him, yeah. that's about the third or fourth time he has, like, hounded Buzz Aldrin. So Buzz Aldrin had had enough. <clears throat> and, like, wow. if you watch some of the first few interviews, Buzz Aldrin, like, kind of tolerates for a little bit. He's like, he's like, you know what? Buzz Aldrin has a great line. He's like, it's America. You can believe whatever you want. That's the great thing about America. <laughs> yeah. Um, same thing with Neil Armstrong, too. He would... Well, Neil Armstrong's only done a few interviews ever. Right. Ever. Well, he wasn't he a... Uh... A politician in Ohio. I think so. later in life he passed away. Now, but yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking interviews about the actual landing on the moon. He's only ever done two interviews about landing on the moon. One was the NASA debriefing in '69, and then I think in um, the '90s for an anniversary, he did. Uh, he answered like a few questions there, and that's uh -huh. it ever. He's never talked about Dude, it. I know. I didn't know the guy's name. What'd you say it was again, Adam? Bart Sabrell. Bart Dude, Sabrell. if you watch his videos, you will hate this guy. You will just love to hate this guy. He's such a dick. He he tries to be a uh, Michael Moore type. He he, oh, drives me nuts. And the people Sir, like he threaten is no to, Michael Moore. Yeah, people threaten to sue him, and he'll be like, "All right, all right, I look forward to seeing you in court." Michael Moore's got an Oscar. So. Yeah, Bart Sabrell. People don't even know your name, and you got punched by an eighty-year-old <laughs> astronaut. And he, he got dropped, <laughs> dropped on the ground. He's a one-hit wonder. Old guy punch. It was yeah. one of one of these. It was like the, it was <laughs> yeah. like the Fighting Irish from Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. Like bare knuckle, large handlebar mustache. <laughs> Put up your dukes. Like, it was exactly. One of them. <laughs> he dropped them. He pissed oh, me off, Oh, man. Though. I'm so glad. I Yeah, I forgot about that guy.
He's, I mean, he's not relevant to today's news or anything, but it's something I found. Yeah. And he's out there making money off of his four videos. He's a douche. Kristen, do you have a douche of the day? No. I avoid <laughs> these cannonball controversial topics. Oh, she said it. Bam! Cannonball! <laughs> I'm watching the video right now, and I just got the part where he punched him. This, <laughs> he laid him out. What the post said. <laughs> okay, so let's recap. Nominated for douche today, Donald Trump. We have Donald Trump, the health insurance marketplace, <laughs> healthcare.gov, Adam's grumpy, and Bart Sabrell. Okay, Kristen, would you like to vote first since you're the guest? Uh, if I'm going with those three, I'm gonna go with a guy who hassles the astronauts, Bart Sabrell. Just leave him alone because they're like old and aging. He goes into like Come these closed on. communities and like. Into their homes and, like, aggravates Just them. Just leave them alone, buddy. <laughs> Go find something else to do with your time. That's that's my vote. All right, Brandon. My vote's there, too, because, honestly, Trump, you know what you're getting into with Trump. <clears throat> like, what else is new every week with him? Adam? Uh, Trump, we've already had him as douche. And I feel like he could be douche every he day. He could be douche every day. <laughs> everything he says, he does for the popularity yeah, like really, let's be honest. That's what he said. That's what that's what it is. So I'm gonna go Bart Sabrell too. Okay. I'm also gonna yeah. Well, it's my turn. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a douche button on the soundboard? Bart Sabrell, <laughs> you are Did the you douche of the day. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Until <laughs> Bart Sabrell. I purposely didn't show it to her because I knew she would take it and break Roll it. My, <laughs> so, this might be the last, first and last time for the Stratcast sound effect. So I'm going to utilize it. <laughs> yes, that's right. Bart Sabrell is the douche of the day hassling um, great Americans, astronauts. I mean... They inspired so many by their acts. That's the thing. Whether or not... I don't know. It's too big for any of us to judge whether or not they landed on the moon or not. And I don't want to get into that. To quote Neil deGrasse Tyson, y'all motherfuckers need science. <laughs> he say that? Yeah. For real, he said those exact words? He's a great man. Yes. I've, been, I've been listening to his podcast ever since I found out he had one. <laughs> he's a funny, funny dude. He's he could so be great. he could be on stage. As he community. is he's a funny dude. He can be a dick sometimes. He makes people feel really point. dumb. That's great. He makes yeah, people feel really dumb sometimes. He's, he's freaking hilarious. It's great about him. He's hilarious. All right, so Bart Sabrell, douche of the day. Fuck y'all. All right. I'd like to thank our uh, beer of the show. By the way, before we uh, do our closing, a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit shorter today. You know, we're doing a, doing a bit of a short. Kristen's falling asleep. So yeah. So, uh, so I would like to thank Erie Brewing Company for their derailed ale, black cherry cream ale, uh, for distractions beer of the show this time. It's yes, good, pretty good beer. Erie Brewing good Company. Beer. Thanks, guys. I enjoy it. I yeah, like so it. It's I. good beer. I like it. It's good beer. So Adam, it's time. To, it's time to hit the listeners with how they can reach us at For Your Distraction. If you guys would like to reach us, we are email at gmail, uh, fouryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can email us. I check it just about every day. Uh, Twitter, podcast, FYD, or you can search For Your Distraction. You know, send us some funny pictures or videos or whatever you really want to send. It doesn't matter. Okay, social media, do whatever you want. Um, Facebook, search For Your Distraction. Go there, like the page. Uh, comment, you know, we post stuff there a lot, probably a lot more than Twitter, to be honest with you, but yeah, we post on there. 
Um, also, I would like to ask our listeners, um, we, we just want to thank you guys that have been with us for, you know, these past, what, six months that we've been doing this now. We're, yes. We're, we're about the six-month mark now. And those of us who have been faithful in those, thank you guys very much. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, guys. Yes, definitely. Uh, if you guys listen to us on iTunes, I would like to ask, uh, if you ever have time, you ever get a minute or something, uh, you could rate us and comment on our iTunes because that definitely helps us out a lot more because the more rating and more comments that we get, you know, it, it kind of puts us out there a little more. You know, iTunes will recommend us to other people that listen to similar shows. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Even doing that, you know, the only way we grow is basically through word of mouth, you know, by you sharing it and letting other people know that we're out there. So, very good. And I would like to thank everybody who was watching us on Periscope tonight. Yes. Um, How many viewers do we have? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I it didn't it didn't make it through the whole episode, but we had a few on there. I changed the name of oh, yeah. our Periscope account. Yes, it was under my name, and now it's for your distraction Yay! because really the only way I use it is for for your distraction. Oh, yeah. So if you download the free Periscope app on any of your devices, you can search for your distraction on there. Follow us. Anytime we broadcast live, you'll get a notification and you can tune in and watch our ugly mugs and just listen to the stupid, stupid stuff we say live. You don't have to yep. wait till Adam and his sister edit it and get it posted. So it's a really cool thing. I really, I'm on the cutting edge of Periscope. I'm, I'm Team are. Periscope. You guys wait even, and see. I don't even use it. Periscope. You guys wait and see. It, it will be a big thing. They got, they got some bugs to work out, but I like it. So... Definitely check us out on there. And, uh, yes, like Adam said, send us anything. If you want to come on and be a guest, we like having guests. Kristen, thanks for coming on. She's, I had to You're wake welcome. her up. She's, You're welcome. Yes, yes, take care of our baby. <laughs> I will. Yes. Get some sleep. I'm glad you came on. You were definitely yes. uh, uh, the, the shining light of the show. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Had, our had, beacon of hope. Yes, we had no idea what we were talking about last episode when we were debating education. You came on just totally, literally and figuratively took us to school. Yeah. So Burned Adam wants to do a show too, so I like that. <laughs> oh, that machine. You did burn Adam. <laughs> All right. Just putting a point out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really feel burned, so... Well, that's okay. Maybe, maybe that negates... There's nothing it. left to burn. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's about it. You guys have anything else? Nope. All right, hey, thanks for listening. Brandon, you want to take us out? Adam and Frankie sitting in a tree. <laughs> <laughs>